You're listening to Remedial Juggonomics, a song-by-song odyssey through the musical careers of the insane clown posse. You see, odysseys usually get bogged down for long periods of time, so this long delay between episodes is just upholding tradition. Hey guys, does this feel like the opening theme song to Star Trek Enterprise? Because it's been a long time getting from there to here. Uh... First off, I want to go ahead and apologize for people who have been keeping up with this since this has been coming out for the huge delay between episodes. Uh, The last episode, episode 14, came out in September, at the very beginning of September. And this is not September, is it? Why, by gum, we're in October. We're in the spooky times. The times of chillblains, haints, and spookemups. And for that, I am sorry. To make a long story short... Shakespeare really just put me through the ringer, and I did not have a life for quite a long time. But that's all good. Time has come back to me. I've been able to get a good detox and a nice schedule. And ooh-wee, it feels so good, don't it? So I'm happy to get back into it and back to this remedial juggonomic lifestyle. And I'm very happy for it because we have a good song to go over today. It's not one of those... I didn't, I didn't delay for a long time and then come back with a song that's just like, meh, it's a thing. There's some stuff to talk about, which I am always a fan of. The song this week for episode 15 of Remedial Juggonomics is Murder Go Round, the second track on the Ringmaster album. This song goes through the cycle of violence and revenge through the metaphor of a merry-go-round. Or maybe it is just called a murder-go-round. I don't honestly know enough about carnivals or carnival rides to remember which is the correct name. But it's it's probably, it's probably merry-go-round. I'm just having a bit of a goof. But before we can get into that, I need to go ahead and get some problematic stuff out of the way so that it doesn't completely dominate the conversation of the episode as we kind of go through the lyrics of murder-go-round. So... Mm, I already did the bit of me doing a big long cough and saying it's been a while since I did it, so can't do that bit. Good job, past me. You ruined all my good stuff. The following song contains elements problematic to both individuals and society as a whole. These super double plus ungood elements are not at all endorsed by Remedial Juggonomics, and you shouldn't endorse them either. These elements include, but are not limited to, Double homicide with a brick, over-reliance on nursery rhyme scheme, assault with a 10-foot lead pipe, robbery of Fago, swinging of an axe while failing to seek medical care for a shattered skull, murder of beloved character Pops, spreading misinformation about the death of Shaggy Tudo, drug use, sticking a dagger into a boy's head, a boy's head, a boy's head, a boy's head, and a boy's head, illegal disposing of bodies, being in a gang, and being murdered for being in a gang. Yeah, there's some, uh, there's some gang stuff in this one, which is... Kind of interesting. I don't want to say nice, because generally you don't want to be in a gang. That's just, that's my two-cent opinion on things. But then again, those those clown those clown boys, old Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dub, they may have a different opinion of things. So, let's get right into it. As I said, the main metaphor of this song is just about the cycle of violence that tends to happen, particularly in inner-city situations. So the song starts off with Violent J regaling us with this time that he with the use of a brick, killed a uh, little prick and his chick, who tried to be slick. But, as the song goes on to say, he ain't no slinky, Uh, he's rinky, he's dinky, and he can suck Violent J's Twinkie. 
there was a song that we covered in Carnival of Carnage, Guts on the Ceiling, that one of the main notes was that the rhymes are very much like a nursery school rhyme. Very this thing with this thing and this thing with this thing. That comes back full force in Murder Go Round. You see it quite a good few times, which belies the more violent content of this song. It's not just about a somewhat zombified Violent J trying to find the pieces of his body that have been strewn throughout Detroit. This is about killing a man with a brick and then someone trying to kill Violent J with a lead pipe to steal his Fago, which is actually one of the better lines. Uh, he grabbed my Fago and he said crime pays, which I guess it does. It doesn't pay that much. Uh, Fago, again, makes some good products, but I buy him at Food Depot for fairly affordable prices. If you're getting into crime to finance your Fago habit, maybe you can just, like, ask people for change. They'll probably give you enough for a Fago. You're fine. From that, this spawns uh, Violent J grabbing an axe, that good old, that battle axe of his, with a shattered skull trying to find the guy. And then, actually, he ends up finding Pops, and then he, he chops up Pops twice in his nugget, as it were. Which is a shame for me. I maybe didn't give too much attention to it when it came up, but the character of Pops, I don't know if this is the same character, but I am forced to believe that within the tight continuity of the Insane Clown Posse Joker's Card uh, world, that Pops is the same character from song to song. First introduced in First Day Out, he's been, he's been with us from time to time, and I feel that this is an ignominious end to the character of Pops. Pops, mourn you till we join you. You're gone, but not forgotten. Mm. Moving on from there, things just kind of go around the the metaphor of the murder-go-round and how one death begets another, begets another, begets another. There is a bit of a detour where Violent J has to answer some criticism from the fans, which I find interesting, this lyric right here. Well, it's me and my mellow, mellow role on military. Gangbangers, gangbangers, big bang theory, kind of scary. Tags up on all the bricks. Latin counts, X-Men, CFP, and all that stuff. We love gangbangers, and we hope they love us back. We just some wicked clowns, and it's been like that. I don't understand why some beefing in town. We went nationwide, but still southwest down. Apparently, at the time, there were some people who were thinking after their first album that Violent J and Shaggy Tootup, that the Insane Clown Posse had sold out and become part of the mainstream, which is a ridiculous sentence to say because they are two clowns that are murder rappers. And I think that even though Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips made a lot of money at the movie theaters with the same concept of murder clowns, I still do not think Insane Clown Posse would be something close to mainstream. <laughs> so they have to put in this lyric explaining that uh, don't be fooled by by the rocks that they got. They are still ICP from the block. And you gotta just, you gotta recognize that they're not, they don't put on any airs, which is honestly pretty obvious. That's, anyway. Also, Violent J just says that Shaggy 2 gets shot and killed. To which Shaggy Tudo immediately has to yell that he has not been shot, which brings up a bit of unreliable narrator as well, which I find interesting that they are kind of sniping each other in the lyrics, which is fun. All right, 
Anyway, the murder just keeps going, 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 going. I could reiterate this, but then again, almost every song that they make is murders happen. So we'll kind of move on from there. The beat is nice. It is a faster pace than Guts on the Ceiling. My mind went to that song a lot when I was thinking of it because of the type of rhyme scheme and the implied zombie clown nature of their characters where they keep getting killed, but then they just, you know, they get back up and they keep doing their job. I would say the the beat's pretty good. It does devolve. The last two minutes are basically just scratching with the hook, which, again, I like scratching, but probably don't need two minutes of it on a five-minute, 40-second song. That's just me speaking, though. If that's your jam, then that's your jam. Plus, I mean, if you're listening to the album in general, it's just gonna... On your car ride, it's not gonna be a huge deal for you. I will say it is very obvious that in between Carnival of Carnage and The Ringmaster, they have absolutely owned the term Juggalo. They're throwing in Juggalo every few lines, and they are trying to use it for all it's worth, all right? Uh, where the mf are at, where the mf are stay, how you gonna F with the Juggalo J, yay, yay. But this mf are gonna try and clown me, but I'm the Juggalugalokoro G, which I don't even know what that means. If someone can correct me on that and give me an understanding of Juggalukalokoro, Juggalugalokoro, I don't know what it means. I might be summoning demons right now, and I have no idea, because uh, I'm at a loss for what this phrase actually means. Anyway, they have latched on to Juggalo, and that has really broadened their, like, consonants and alliteration options. They have broadened their horizons, they have reached the mountaintop of being able to get a whole bunch of Joe words together, and I am, I'm here for it, I'm glad that they found that to stick on to. Alright, I feel like I've kind of... I'm trying to find my footing. It's been a while, like I said, since I've had some episodes going through here. So I'm kind of having to, like, relearn how to walk. Uh, Repair these broken wings and learn to fly. That's me. I'm an Icarus who flew too close to the sun by trying to take on too many things at once. And then I clattered uh, into the ocean. And now I'm trying to just tape those wings back together and get back to flying altitude. So... Let's just go ahead and move on to rankings. I had put some thought into this, because another fun thing about the rankings is, since I was so busy with doing a Shakespeare festival, a lot of these songs did kind of leave my brain for a little bit, because I wasn't necessarily in juggalo mode all the time. I forgot some of these, so I had to go back and actually re-listen to some of it and get back into the groove of it. So I had mentioned that listening to Murder Go Round put me in the mindset of Guts on the Ceiling a lot. I thought that it was very similar in content. However, uh, I did want to give the edge to it because it was a faster-paced song and the beat was not as monotonous, which I enjoyed. Looking above that, there was Black in Your Eyes, which I did rank above Guts on the Ceiling, and I still stand by that, but it's still not great. The tick-tock, 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 tick kind of caveat of it really hit me in a weird different way this time and I wasn't as much a fan of it it didn't seem to make it a faster pace song it just made it a more anxious song and also lest we forget black in your eyes is about domestic violence (laughs) so thinking on that with murder go round murder go round is definitely going above that my next situation was with uh ghetto freak show 
going back through those and comparing the two, I think that Ghetto Freak Show still holds up. So, our official ranking right now for Murder Go Round is taking the new number 11 spot under Ghetto Freak Show, but above Black in Your Eyes, Murder Go Round off The Ringmaster. Right now, the Ringmaster album is kind of hitting a median in our rankings list. I don't have anything that's spectacular on it, but it's the beginning of the album. We're not really, we're not necessarily getting the big guns out yet. And I think those big guns are about to come out because, hey, I got a question for you guys, actually. Uh, Who's going chicken hunting? That's right. We's going chicken hunting. Next week, we're going to be hitting up the song Chicken Hunting. Which is, I'll go and give you a little bit of a spoiler, it's about hunting and killing racist rednecks. So we're hitting some of that good prime S-rank content that I like out of Insane Clown Posse music. So I hope you will all join me next episode as we really just get into that good good Now, if you like what you hear on this little podcast of mine, why don't you go over to iTunes and give us maybe a rating or a review? Or, barring that, share this with your friends and your family, your loved ones, your hated enemies. If you can subscribe, either through Google Play or Stitcher or whatever sort of podcatching program you use, that would also be a delight and would fantastically help in all situations. Now, if you want to get in contact with me, you can find me on Twitter at It's Gossip Yo, Instagram at SuperGosset64, and of course, you can join the Remedial Juggonomics Facebook group, which is going to be more active as time goes on, but in general, I'll be posting stuff in relation to episodes there, uh, whether it be little more behind-the-scenes stuff, or even just Juggalo-related content that I find very interesting. You can also feel free to contact me through the Facebook Messenger app on that page. All right, that is about going to do it for this episode of Remedial Juggonomics. And hey, if you're ever hungry, why don't you come on down to my my new restaurant? I call it, um, uh, uh, Hatchet Garden. Come on down to Hatchet Garden, because when you are here and you go whoop-whoop, you're family. (laughs) It's been a while. I'll get back in the swing of making these somewhat good. Bye!